No longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned into His Hardline. Welcome. Glad to have you all here. Don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. This is the only place where you're going to get God and Jesus Christ mixed in with a little true history of America, mixed in with instructions on how to assemble your nation. We're here to implement solutions that will help restore this republic. But most importantly, we're also here to help America and the rest of the world to invite Jesus Christ into their heart. It's time to take back our nation. It's time to take back our world, ladies and gentlemen. And you can find us here six out of the seven days a week. So be sure to share this with your friends and family. Don't forget, don't forget, sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. Welcome to His Heart Line, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get started. Woo! <laughs> yeah! Let's get rocking. All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the ones that are in the captain's chair. They're behind the wheel. They are the host and they are the ones steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here at His Heart Line. We are joined with another episode, 406. We're going to be doing a reading out of Isaiah chapter 40 and then a little discussion. Um, not a whole lot to really talk about today. It's been kind of quiet out there in the telegram world, out there in the true social world. And uh, there's kind of a lot going on, but not a lot being talked about, if that kind of makes sense. I was kind of scrolling through the gateway pundit real quick just to kind of see what was out there because i'll be honest with you i did not listen to any news today i listened to little bards fm um and his you know new year's special so that was kind of nice um, but outside of that i didn't really listen to too much i didn't really listen to any x22 i didn't really listen to any other type of podcast out there just kind of you know i try to that's one thing i'm trying to do going into the new year i'm trying to control what I allow into my brain space, into my gray matter, at least a little gray matter I do have in this thick skull of mine. And uh, I also want to do a quick shout out to a very awesome listener, Zero in Michigan. Happy New Year, brother. I really appreciate that. You're always a faithful, awesome, live listener. I really do appreciate that. Um, I swear, this the, he is the one that's, I swear, here more, I think, than anybody else. I, I think next to Destry. Destry seems to be here quite a bit, but I think today he's off of work. He's trying to, I think, get himself 
a new snowmobile snow machine up there in Alaska. And, you know, up there in the great north of Alaska, they got snow like nine months out of the year. So that would probably be a good investment to have, if I could say so myself. See, here in Michigan, I don't know if a snow machine would be very well worth it unless we lived in the you know upper peninsula. But where we're at, we'd probably be only, you know, if we had a snow machine, snowmobile, we'd probably only probably use it twice so far this year. Maybe. And that isn't even really a certainty. So, yeah. But anyway, so I hope he finds what he's looking for. He's been searching diligently and he's not trying to find just any old snow machine. He's trying to find something very specific. So um, what he's looking for, he might not be able to get till next year, December. So (laughs) that kind of sucks. But hey, I guess all good things are worth waiting for, right? So as I kind of like scroll through the Gateway Pundit, I'm just kind of looking at some basic headlines here. Nothing too crazy. Uh, apparently the attorney for Ray Epps was a former FBI agent for nine years. So there's that little headline, um, another little distraction there. Uh, let's see U S Virgin islands, attorney general fired after suing JP Morgan over Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking scandal. Excuse me. Um, Oh, this is beautiful. Travel hell delays at Florida airports follow air traffic computer issue. Well, I'm just looking forward to that because my wife and daughter and myself will be flying down to Florida. I'll be flying back up after only a couple days. They're going to be staying down there for pretty long, you know, not too long, but a lot longer than me because I'm trying not to burn up all my vacation days right out of the gate and here in the beginning of the year. But I'm really looking forward to some of these uh, delays. Hopefully nothing crazy. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see here, going further down the page. Let's see pandemic of the vaccinated. Wow. Okay. Let's see what this one says. Pandemic of the vaccinated wall street journal provides troubling data suggesting COVID vaccines may be causing COVID variants to evolve. Well, no kidding. Just going to leave that one there. Um, what else do we have here? Scrolling. We're scrolling. Let's see here. Pharma executive convicted of killing her own son found dead hours after Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor revokes her bail. Wow. Okay. Uh, Let's see what else we have here. At what point do we call out the rhinos and idiots for not seeing the massive Democrat voter fraud? I got news for you. It's not just the Democrat voter fraud. It's the rhinos. It's also the Republicans. Let's not get fooled with this whole nonsense. They are one big giant party in bed with each other. So let's just not, let's just skip that BS there. Oh, what do we got here? It just seems like a lot of distractions. Let's see here. What is this? Oh, Bill Cosby's picture. What's this say? After being freed from prison on an overturned conviction, Bill Cosby announces a 2023 comeback. Okay. Hmm. There's really not a lot going on here. As I'm like scrolling down here, stuff about Carrie Lake. What else is this? Man deported after authorities realize who he really is. Okay. No parades for Fauci on his retirement. No, if, if anything, he needs a noose. Oh, what else we got here? Yeah, there's really not a lot going on here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's a pixelated grainy photo of Kamala Harris. Let's see. This headline says Kamala Harris demands COVID test for anyone over two years old. For the Senate swearing in photo op? <laughs> it's so stupid. Okay. Um, yeah, there's really nothing here worth reading, folks. It's just spare yourself the the agony. It's just all distractions. It's all nonsense. So don't don't worry about any of that crap. Yeah, I know zero uh, in Michigan. Come back to what? Yeah, I have no idea. Come back to uh, more, uh, I don't know, scandals. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
no. All right, let's get to something that's actually worthwhile, something that's actually meaningful, something that's not a distraction. Um, it's called God's truth in the Bible. Um, so let's get into it. So again, uh, the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, and I am reading out of the New American Standard Bible. This one's a little bit lengthy. It's about 30 verses, but it starts like this. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her guilt has been removed, that she has received that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of one calling out, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. And let the uneven ground become a plain. And the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all flesh will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Call out. Then he answered, What shall I call out? All flesh is grass, and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. When the breath of the Lord blows upon it, the people are indeed grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Go up on a high mountain, Zion, messenger of good news. Raise your voice forcefully, Jerusalem, messenger of good news. Raise it up. Do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his compensation is with him and his reward before him. Like a shepherd, he will tend his flock. In his arm, he will gather the lambs and carry them in the fold of his robe. He will gently lead the nursing ewes who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and measured the heavens with a span and calculated the dust of the earth with a measure and weighed the mountains in a balance and the hills in a pair of scales. Who has directed the spirit of the Lord, or as his counselor has informed him, with whom did he consult, and who gave him understanding, and who taught him in the path of justice, and taught him knowledge, and informed him of the way of understanding? Behold, the nations are like a drop from a bucket, and are regarded as a speck of dust on the scales. Behold, he lifts up the islands like fine dust. Even Lebanon is not enough to burn, nor its animals enough for a burnt offering. All the nations are as nothing before him. They are regarded by him as less than nothing and meaningless. To whom then will you liken God? Or what likens will, or excuse me, or what likeness will you compare with him? As for the idol, a craftsman cast it, a goldsmith plates it with gold, and a silversmith fashions chains of silver. He who is too impoverished for such an offering selects a tree that does not rot. He seeks out for himself a skillful craftsman to prepare an idol that will not totter. Do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them out like a tent to live in. It is he who reduces rulers to nothing 
who makes the judges of the earth meaningless. Scarcely have they been planted. Scarcely have they been sown. Scarcely has their stock taken root in the earth. But he merely blows on them and they wither and the storm carries them away like stubble. To whom then will you compare me that I would be his equal, says the Holy One. Raise your eyes on high and see who has created these stars, the one who brings out the multitude by number. He calls them all by name because of the greatness of his might and the strength of his power. Not one of them is missing. Why do you say, Jacob, in you assert Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord and the justice due me escapes the notice of my God? Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weary and to the one who lacks might. He increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous, young men stumble badly. Stumble badly. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. And that is the reading of Isaiah chapter 40, verses 1 through 31. Excuse me for a quick second while I clear my throat. Okay. I didn't want that to be really loud into uh, into your into your headphones or if you're just listening on your phone or speakers that can get quite loud so okay so we have a right to be saved right now will the lord accept me if i come to him now surely i am too messed up as some would say right now to be saved when i clean up then i'll come to church and get saved. I know quite a few of us have probably said that. I'll do this when this takes place or when that happens. I'll come to church when I get saved and you know and get saved after I get cleaned up. Then I'll come to church. If you ever thought these thoughts or spoke these words, you're not alone. We all feel unworthy of salvation, and rightfully so. God calls our righteousness filthy rags. Nothing we can say or do would ever be good enough to get us into heaven, and that is precisely why Jesus came. That's the great news. So when Jesus died on the cross, he did not die for the righteousness. He came for sinners. And what's that mean for people like you and I? Well, when I desire to come to God... I don't have to feel ashamed. He wants me to come to him as I am, right? He doesn't care about my current condition or situation. He just wants my heart. That's all he wants. He wants me to believe in him. And once I accept him, then he begins to work in my life. And he has in great miraculous ways. Now, consider Zacchaeus for a moment. Now, he cheated the people of their money, squarely putting him in sin. But when he heard Jesus was coming to town, he sought for him. The Lord saw this and accepted him into his company. And as Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus spent time with Jesus, his heart was changed, and he chose to give away half of his possessions to the poor and restore fourfold anything he had stolen. And the change came after Jesus accepted him. We, too, are accepted. 
by Christ Jesus in whatever condition that we are in, as we are. After he saved us and indwells us with the Holy Spirit, then our desires and character begin to change. We repent of our sins, asking God to save us, and then he begins to make straight our crooked ways. Don't wait to be straight in order to be saved. Again, Jesus meets us where we are. Just come as you are. That's all you have to do. Just come as you are. Surrender to him. 100% surrender to him. And let him conform you into the likeness of his son. And watch the magic happen. I'm telling you. Great things happen when you surrender to God in Christ. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things. And yes, like Zero was just putting right here in the chat here, that's why he says, walk in the light of my spirit, not your flesh. Yes. So let's break this down verse by verse, shall we? So in verses 1 through 5, after Jerusalem endures judgment for its sins, God will comfort his people. He will send a messenger to call people to repent of their ways and prepare their hearts for God. Now, once they repent, then all the crooked ways will be straightened and the glory of God will be revealed. Now, this was fulfilled in three stages. The first stage was when the Jews were exiled for 70 years as judgment. And then we could see that in Jeremiah 25, 11. The second stage was when John the Baptist came as a voice crying in the wilderness for people to repent. And you can see that in John 1, 23. And then the third stage was when the glory of God was manifested to all flesh in Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. And that is in 1 Timothy 3.16. The gospel is now preached as we know it across the world. And so the messenger of the wilderness is faithful to God, speaking only that which God tells him to speak. Anyone who proclaims the word of God has to take an extra caution to ensure that his words are God's words. Now, as we look at verses 7 through 9, Whatever godliness one can perform on earth will not last. Man's righteousness may have an effect for a while, but we got to remember that soon fades away. It's only God's righteousness that will endure forever. Which is why we must trust in his ways. And so Jerusalem housed the temple of God where the Lord has a physical presence in the Holy of Holies, and later was the city where Jesus was crucified, buried, and resurrected. Now the disciples spread the gospel to all the Jewish people from Jerusalem, saying that Jesus is God. And now the world has knowledge of the gospel because of the message that these that they shared from Jerusalem. You know, God's might is not to be underestimated. And his presence brings joy and blessings to all of his children. And God is not, God is not slacking in any of his work. He never will, never has. Keeping it before him. Now, as we look at verses 11 through 15, God's work is to feed his flock. The born-again believers are his flock. And God promises to take care of, lead, and provide for them. Now, the non-believer does not have this promise. 
unless he comes to Christ and accepts him. But we compare to the nations, and God has so much more wisdom and resources, and the point is that no one can measure the quantity of blessings God is able to give out by his hand because it is so vast. It's infinite. It's, 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 there is no limit to his supply of blessings. And so one cannot burn enough burnt offerings to appease God. And even if one uses up all the wood in the earth's greatest forest, there's just not enough. So as we look at verses 17 through 26, all the glory and riches of the world pale in comparison to the glory and riches of God. Now, it is a joke to think that a tree or a statue which changes and rots could ever have created the world. What people need to remember is God is so superior to humanity, to mankind, that man is like a grasshopper in his sight. God is sovereign over all creation and even the princes and the princes and the rulers of man. And to accredit God's power and authority to any created work is a great folly. And so as we look at the last few verses, 27 through 31, God calls out to the Jews, reminding them that he will never change. He will not cease to be, and he will not be stooped down to the level of any man or woman or any type of you know human understanding. Now, it is pointless to say that one has hidden oneself from the Lord and that he will not judge one for someone else's actions. But God is just and God is holy. And we need to remember, God sees all. And these facts will never change. This is something that is always a constant. It's not a variable. It's not an unknown variable. These are constant facts. They never change. That's why they're called constants. And so those who foolishly believe that they have escaped God's judgment will be stripped of their strength and fall. But those who believe in God and trust in his ways have a promise of everlasting strength and rejuvenation. Now on the earth, God performs this through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit who gives believers the strength to press on towards the goal of serving God. And even when one's physical strength has run out, now, after death, the believer has everlasting life and a glorified body that will never tire. The sinner, however, sadly, has none of this because he hasn't come to Christ. He hasn't repented. He hasn't asked Jesus to be in their heart. That's very, very important. So, this is going to be a fairly shorter show, but I'm going to come back here after this quick little break real quick because there is one little uh, audio piece I want to play, and we will be right back. You are tuned in to the His Hardline Podcast. His Hardline Podcast. We will be right back after this short break. We will be right back after this short break.
All right, we are back. We are back. Okay, so now I did find this um, this one little audio piece. I absolutely loved it. I've been wanting to play it for the last couple weeks, and I've been sitting on it, and I just haven't had a chance to play it. Um, but I do want to play this because I feel like it's fitting, especially as we kind of as we rounded out the old year, and we are now kind of approaching the you know the end of day two of two thousand twenty three. But I do want to play this because I feel like it's very important for people to hear. And then we'll talk a little bit about it, but just get a listen. Hey, you made it, but you look tired. You're tired? Yeah, that was a rough stretch of road, wasn't it? Yeah, I get that. But listen, you go ahead and rest, because you earned it. But don't quit. And before you get back on that road, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to let go of all that dead weight. Let go of those mistakes. You don't have to live in them no more. Let go of those people who keep holding you back. Let go of everything that's holding you down. The only thing you need to bring with you on this stretch of road is faith. That's it. I'll see you at the next rest stop. Don't quit. I love that piece. When I heard that on TikTok, I was like, wow, that is really cool. And the video was just as cool. Maybe I've played that already. I don't know. I can't remember. But, you know, if I played it, it was worth playing again. Um, but there's a lot of people, you know, we've, we, we are tired. There's a lot of people out there that are very, very tired. They're worn down. And for some, it seems like they just don't have enough strength to just keep going because they keep thinking, well, how much more of this, you know, of, of this stuff do we have to continue, you know, forward with? Like, how much of this do we have to endure? Because as people kind of continue to look around them, they see these agendas that are that are taking place. They see these agendas in schools, right? Like, yeah, sure, we got parents that are starting to take over the school boards, but let's not forget. I mean, there's a there's a township just right next to our township, um, Grand Haven. Their school board is still, you know, filled with corrupt morons. Unfortunately, they still have, you know, child, you know, basically a, adult content child pornography type soft porn books in their their libraries they have litter boxes in their damn high schools so that is a town unfortunately that is that is sadly corrupted some yet you know there is a hill because grand haven michigan is the coast guard capital of the country and there is a hill called dewey hill that overlooks the channel the harbor the marina and the town of Grand Haven on the other side. It's beautiful. And for the longest time stood a cross, a beautiful cross on the top of that hill. It's been there for as long as I can remember when I first came to this town to do my job contract working with the YMCA. Then some liberal maniac from Hawaii came out to 
Michigan, and I'm sure he he went to other states, and that's basically what he does for a living. His name is um, what was his name? Mitch. I can't remember his last name, but I remember his first name. His name is Mitch. And that's what he does. He he opens up lawsuits to take down these crosses, like the one in Grand Haven. And he 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 makes a living out of this. Now, how one does that, I have no idea. Uh, that's not a career path I've ever thought about taking or choosing. But that's what he does. He opens up lawsuits against some of these towns that have crosses or the Ten Commandments in display or um, any any type of religious symbolism. And, of course, claims the whole, you know, separation of church and state nonsense and so on and so forth. Well, to make a long story short, he succeeded and that cross now came down. And it pissed a lot of people off. Naturally. And now, instead of a cross, you see an anchor up there, which anchor's cool, but that's beside the point. They got He got that cross taken down. And the last I checked, I'm not sure if this was a success or not. I've been wanting to do some research on this, but there's a town in Michigan called Frankenmuth, and they have a store there. It's like 24, it's like a 365 day a year store where you can always buy Christmas decorations and stuff like that, which I'm not really into, but they have a cross in that town as well. And the last I heard, he was going to that town to also try to take that one down. Now, I don't know if he had been successful. I never followed the story. Yeah, Zero Michigan. Yes, Bronner's. That's what the store is called. It's called Bronner's. You see uh, billboards all over the highways and throughout, I swear, most of Michigan. <laughs> you'll see advertisements here in Grant, you know, in West Michigan, down in Kalamazoo. You'll see billboards for this Bronner store everywhere. But I'm not sure if this Mitch guy was successful in taking down this cross. And so we see displays like this by, well, like Zero Michigan said, Satan's minions hard at work trying to take out symbols of God and Jesus Christ out of the equation. And we see the nonsense that's taking place in our schools. We see more and more people converting to a transgender biology, if that even is a thing, transgenderism and switching, they're basically gender flipping themselves. We're seeing more of that at ever increasing rates. We're seeing even people, professional executives in some of these big companies spend thousands of dollars on stupid furry costumes because they want to identify as a furry, legitimate, not because it's Halloween. We're seeing so much crap take place and it makes people tired because they wonder, are we ever going to escape this insanity? We're seeing Lucifer and Satan being idolized on TV and being shown in a positive light while they mock Jesus Christ and God, while they spit on God. I'm telling you, people are getting tired. But we have to continue to keep saying the word, occupying the land, as Scott on Bards FM says. We need to occupy the land. And I'm pretty sure the Bible says this. Expand the kingdom. 
All right. We will get through this. And yes, it's tiring. And like Patriot Beagle said, we do have the authority to step on snakes and scorpions. I believe that was in uh, the book of Luke, I believe. Luke chapter 10, I think it is. We will triumph over these people. Or I should say these demons. I don't even know if we can really call them people because they're not my people. My people love Jesus Christ. My people glorify and give gratitude to God for all that he's done. My people believe in only two genders. My people believe that you should not take an elementary-aged kid, or even a high school kid for that matter, to a drag queen show to stuff dollar bills and gender-confused males. My people don't do that. Yeah, but Jason, how are we going to fix this? Again, sow seeds, be the light, be a tool in God's toolbox, in his tool belt. God's got this. Remember, God is the ultimate one who's going to be able to fix all of this, but we have to be the tools at his side. Every tool has a specific purpose, hence the specific gifts that he gives each and every one of us. We just have to figure out what our specific gift is. Are you like me and have a loud mouth? Are you good at investigative uh, journalism? Are you good at investigating in general? Are you good at exposing corruption? I mean, everybody has a different gift. And yes, I actually like what Zero said here in Michigan. We are the conduits. Everybody has a specific gift. Remember, God doesn't need us. We need him. And it is up to us to be at his disposal for however he sees us, you know, uh, however he sees fit for his use at that particular time. So don't be tired. It is tiring and it's easier said than done to say, don't be tired because believe me, I'm tired too. But remain in faith, hand your life over to God, 100% surrender. You will not be disappointed and you will not be led astray. You will not be forsaken. Just hand yourself over to God. God's got this. Don't put limits on him. He's got this. All right? So with that, we should say a little prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this day. And I pray for our assemblies you alone are our hope, our salvation, our comfort, our everything. We're grateful that you are faithful. You're a faithful God. You keep your covenant and extend mercy to those that love you and keep your commandments, even to a thousand generations, as it says in Deuteronomy 7, 9. We thank you so much for all that you do for us. We ask that you continuously give us the knowledge that you need us to have. Help us with discernment. Help us be guided to be sovereign, to be powerful and virtuous and morally strong, and to help each others to 
to do the same and remind them what they're capable of, to remind them who they really are, that we are your children, that we do have the authority to step, step on snakes and scorpions. So we just pray that you just use us the way you need us. And we thank you for meeting us where we are. And if anybody is listening to this, I just encourage them. Don't wait until you think you're good enough to go into the church or to meet God or to talk to God. God and Jesus will meet you exactly where you are. All you have to do is just start talking to him. Thank you for another day of life and good health. I ask that you guide our thoughts, our words, and our actions so that they may be in perfect alignment with your perfect will and your divine plan. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen indeed. <clears throat> and so that is all we have for today on His Hard Line on this episode 406. I do want to say thank you so very much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. We, like I said, this week is going to be kind of an oddball week. Um, we're going to, I'm going to have a show, obviously, you just did the show today. I'll have a show tomorrow. Um, let me think for a second. I'm going to do my best to have a uh, show on Wednesday and Thursday. But I may possibly be taking just a three-day weekend, adding two more days to the podcast-free uh, Friday. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because again, I, I'm having a family function, seeing my grandparents and aunt and uncle that I haven't seen in, well, a few years. So just going to enjoy a little time with them. And then uh, I'll be right back in the studio. But my wife and daughter, they're going to be enjoying a little fun in the sun down in Florida and hang out with my mom and my stepfather. So lucky them. I get to come back up here to nice, great, beautiful. Well, actually, it's been really nice. I'm not going to complain. I'll take 35, 38 degrees. That's still warm. I'd rather take that over sub-zero like we had just a few weeks ago with the wind chill and snow. So, yeah, I get to come back here and, uh, you know, enjoy more shows with you guys until I uh, wait for my wife and child's arrival to come back home. <laughs> so, but yeah, so like I said, I'm just going to have a nice little three-day weekend away from the studio. Uh, like I said, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but anyway, but remember here at his hard line, we are firm, we are steadfast and we are uncompromising. We have to be, there's no room for negotiations when it comes to dealing with Satan and his little minions. Okay. There is no room for negotiation with these people. We don't negotiate with terrorists, not one bit. And we will not give one inch. We must hold that line. Thank you for joining us. And again, if I didn't say it yesterday, I want to say it again today. Happy New Year. It's going to be a great year, folks. 2023 is going to be a great year. I know it will be. It's going to be a really great year. And uh, keep your eyes and ears open because I think things are going to get a little interesting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back tomorrow. God bless. No longer can we rely on those same people. 
in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in here at His Star Line. Really appreciate you. And don't forget to share this podcast with friends and family. Just copy the link, shoot it via text. You could share it on social media. I don't care if you got to put it up in smoke signals. Just get it out there. And don't forget to check out the website, www.hishardline.com. And join us here every single day. We operate six out of the seven days a week. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Don't forget, don't forget. sovereignty itself is of course not subject to law, for it is the author and source of law. But in our system, while sovereign powers are delegated to the agencies of government, sovereignty itself remains with the people by whom and for whom all government exists and acts. We'll see you back here next time.